Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. I'm Ed Dyson and I'm here with, insert co-host name, uh, I mean <laughs> Sam Dowler. Sam Dowler, Sam Dowler. <laughs> Sam Dowler, to recap episode three of Canada's Drag Race. <laughs> Sam Dowler's about it. <laughs> oh, you're nailing that Canadian accent. Our Canadian oh. listeners are going to be loving that. <laughs> or hating me. They're going to slap me around the face like Juju. Oh, and thank you for the listeners who got in touch last week because we had a question about the bleeping and whether they said cunt. And you all confirmed that it did, in fact, say cunt. So thank you for that. How did they know? Um, because they watched it in Canada. Oh. Well, there's yeah. a couple of bleeps this week as well. Yeah, it bleeps. So we're, it's because of iPlayer. I think, was it you, Moon, who said it? That we, uh, because it's iPlayer's on all day, they have to bleep it rather than, they can't, like, um, have it only bleeping after a certain time of night. Well, they probably could, but, like, but, but, but there's a horror, there are horror films and Fleabag and things like that where they, where they say rude stuff and they have horrible stuff. So I don't get it. That is true. I don't know put why on that a, put is. Put on a child lock if needs be. <laughs> you need I a child I want to hear swear words. <laughs> Well, if you want to hear swear words, you listen to United Queendom podcast because we've got them all <laughs> fucking day long. Fuck, cunt, fuck, cunt, cunt, fuck. <laughs> so out of 10, Sam, what do we give this episode? I am going to give it a six. I also gave it a six. I think it was Woo! the strongest episode yet. New do to boot it. We're in sync. <laughs> bye, bye, that bye, bye, bye. makes you larger than life. I wouldn't say I'm larger Wait. than life. It's a bit of lockdown weight, but Jesus. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was back, Backstreet Boys anyway. Not oh, that was Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> not in sync. <laughs> Definitely not in sync. Now nah, I've ruined it. <laughs> so, um, Kine is gone. It's unfair, but sometimes you have Bye, to be cruel to kine. be kind. Bye, uh, you got to be... You'll be cruel to be kind. But it's... Um, <laughs> I think that... Um, I do like the fact that, again, they say um, that she's such a big deal in drag in Canada. So for her to go is quite... They've said that about everyone who's gone so far. Is there anyone who's not big in Canada there? I mean, it is... There's only 12 drag queens in Canada. <laughs> so what are the top 12? Season two is going to be very weird. Very empty. <laughs> it's all going to be mooses. <laughs> we get in a... Fact, in fact, this, that, that's what this series is, to be fair. <laughs> oh, you're going to be losing our Canadian listenership here, Sam. Insulting their <laughs> top 12 drag queens. They're only 12 drag queens. <laughs> we get a video message from RuPaul... He says you've got uh, to apologise Ru- like your life to... Pa- literally, literally phoning in his, in his uh, performance. <laughs> yeah, this is the actual definition of phoning in. <laughs> yeah. It's probably animated and he didn't even just like, do this. <laughs> you just use a picture of my face and just do, do somebody else's mouth. But then we get a real person. So JBC, as I'm going to call him from now. JBC comes in wearing leopard print trousers. So I mm-hmm. think he's actually making a big effort not to be trade because like, everyone fancies him. But I think he's trying to like be gay enough can i just say that i think he is doing a pretty damn good effort because a lot of people that i know who watch the show now don't fancy him and um he's just being really super camp and i, I know i know i think maybe before 
he butched himself up a bit. Exactly. Like, on, you know, in roles, in TV, and like, when he came on, and when he came on as the guest judge, he was butching himself a bit to be sexy, and I think now he's sort of letting himself go, and this is a bit more him. Maybe, or maybe he's naturally a bit more straight acting, but he's like, well, I'm a host of Drag Race now, I have to kind of give a bit of oomph. He's sort of emulating RuPaul, I think, a bit. But if you want to fancy him again, there was a picture circulating about him last week of him in underwear that was very revealing. And really? And he's fully back on board, yeah. I'll send it in the group chat. Is he bulging? Oh, he's bulging out. I don't know how those leopard print trousers have contained him. Has he got moose knuckle? <laughs> and um, then he brings out Tracy Melshaw. Again, it's a who's who of who are you. We don't know who that is, but that's fine. <laughs> and she is... Oh, God, she, talking of... She is... Bigging up her part, cracker style. She is so ODD. She's like, I'm the biggest fan, the biggest fan. And like literally flinging her arms up and down the air. I think she is just a, um, she's a presenter of the, uh, of Canada AM over there. Yeah, well, I think she needed a few sedatives maybe before she came on, but. Yeah, calm down. I mean, like, you know, don't act like a competition winner, for God's sake. (laughs) She introduces the mini challenge, which is being an anchor. So people often mm-hmm. say you're a bit of an anchor sometimes, Sam. Uh, or some... they, they say albatross or millstone, actually. <laughs> what? What is that? <laughs> um, <laughs> do you drag, drag people down? Like, um, you know, have you never heard of a millstone around somebody's neck? Oh, they're a millstone. No. It's the same as an albatross. Have you heard of an albatross around someone's neck? I can hear a dog barking. Uh, pardon me. <laughs> 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 that's, that's my that's my feet. Um, yeah, an albatross is the same as a millstone. It's just like you're you're a dead weight. <laughs> oh, good. I'm learning more stuff. I keep learning more oh, stuff God. from you. Is this United Queendom or teach Ed how to speak? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Right. So they've done this um, on Drag Race before a few times. This like news reading challenge. So they even did it back in season one. But this time yeah. they're doing it as well as in English, also in French. And in draglish. Dragish. Draglish or dragish? Draglish. Draglish. I don't feel bad about that word because that's not a real word. I don't need to know <laughs> she just, they just They just made it up. But I did think... I, do, I, I like the fact that they... I mean, I know we're sort of laughing at people who um, English isn't their first language. Um, they Ooh. have the script on one side and then the... And the ones who don't... The ones who don't speak English easy, like, when they're trying to read the draglish, they just fuck it right up and it's really funny. <laughs> I think I would have been quite good at reading the French. For some, I did really well at French in school. I, I did French A-level, so I would have done as well. Oh, you did A-level. What did you get? I got a B, darling. B. Is that how you say it in French? A, B. 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 That just sounds like a burp. <laughs> so they all read Koanka name out loud, as I referenced at the top of the show, which always happens every time they have this challenge on Drag Race. So you would think by now you would be looking out for that, but they all do it anyway. Who were you impressed by? Do you even remember? Right, so I was impressed by, uh, yeah, um, Scarlet Bobo, I think was really good. Um, I just think oh, Jimbo still just gives me the goddamn creeps. <laughs> oh, I liked the fact Jimbo did a character. So she did Nancy Grace and really stuck in the character, even after it was finished. It was good. And um, yeah, she, I mean, even though Jimbo gives the creeps, it was good. And I thought uh, Lemon was really good as well. Um... I like the fact that we are getting to know them as well. I thought um, oh, I thought the French ones were crap, sadly. Yeah, um, but the winners were Priyanka and Lemon. And mm-hmm. did you... I feel like Lemon sometimes looks a little bit like Pearl from season seven. 
Yeah, I do think that. I think it must be also quite difficult to always carry on the theme of lemon and electric yellow and all those, you know, and all doing all that the whole time. It must be a bit annoying, but... Um... Oh, I hadn't even noticed she was doing that, but she is doing that, isn't she? Everything so far has been very lemony. Well, that's what it says on the tin. Do you know that lemon is a slur for lesbian? I did know that, actually, but I hadn't, I hadn't heard it for a while until you just said it. I'm, I'm trying to find a word that you don't know so I can teach you something in return. Oh, I can tell you lemon is a word that I do know. <laughs> That's the level of words that I know. <laughs> um, what about orange? Do you know that one? <laughs> look how fucking orange you look. <laughs> so we find out they're doing a rap battle this week uh, to the song Not Sorry Boot It. So they have to write their lyrics about the queens on the opposing team, record them, learn choreo with Hollywood Jade and then lip sync them. <laughs> do you know, I do, I do think it was funny as well. They were like, they were like with, with massive star Ralph. And they were like, oh my God. And again, we were like, who? <laughs> and Ralph is a woman. I know, crazy. <laughs> well, these Canadians, what are they like? So by winning the mini challenge, Lemon and Priyanka get to be team captains. So if you were team captain with everyone else in the competition, who would you be picking first? Who are the strong ones? I think... Um... Boa was strong. Boa was my favourite of the show, actually, this week. No, I mean who you'd pick, not who then later does well. Oh, who... Well, I would pick Boa. I would pick... Um, I would also... I'd pick Boa. I'd pick Ilona as well, because, I mean, I hate the fact that she was not picked last. And I think she, I think she's really good. I think she's sweet. So you'd pick just out of pity? When you're picking... That is how you pick your boyfriend, when... actually. <laughs> when you're picking... And, and my lovers. When you're picking a team, <laughs> I think you're... You're going. Somebody's always going to be last. So, but so I think it's actually nicer for everybody if somebody is who is good is the last person. I agree. I think if someone's already been last once, I think it's a very nice thing to do to make sure they're not last again. Exactly. I mean, it can give you a complex, and that's what happens. Alona gets upset this mm. time, and she actually tells the group as soon mm. as before they even get started with everything else. Yeah. And they do, to their credit, apologize. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if they're going to change that moving forward, or if they're just going to keep picking her last. And again, again, she's a trigger, triggering. So obviously, like you know, she gets picked last, and um, you know, generally you probably will would pick somebody last when they've got a face full of tattoos. But <laughs> I think she's actually sweet and you know and and quite a nice quite i think she's quite a nice person i think she's a bit fragile well it depends if the challenge is suited to you or not because like clearly as is later seen she cannot dance so if you're not she she was terrible so if you picked last for a dancing challenge you can't really take that that personally whereas if you're say a stand-up comedian it's comedy challenge you get picked last you're like what the fuck this is personal you guys actually do not like me then yeah no i agree so did you know what a moose knuckle was sam I did, yes. Um, oh, another I, thing you knew I, that I didn't know. Although, <laughs> although I thought it was, um, I get mixed up between a moose knuckle and a bear claw. What is a bear claw? Like, just ball sack? No, a bear, well, a bear claw is a, um, it's a pastry. It's a oh, pastry. I knew that, but I thought we were just talking in terms of, like, camel toaster. Well, it was just, well, it was just basically, <laughs> I think about, like, uh, Canadian animal parts. That's why, it's, that's why it sort of, like, came to mind. And you know what an elf, uh, elephant toenail is? <laughs> no, I don't know that. Uh, that's not a real thing. I just wanted to have. Be- I just wanted <laughs> oh, to have one second of smugness. Well, there's no point making it up. Now you just sound foolish. <laughs> <laughs> but this knuckle is what they choose with Priyanka's team, and then the lemons are called the dwarves. The dwarves. Yeah, I, I, I quite like that. Yeah. And there was a bit of a cringe moment where lemons calls herself a straight up raptress. I don't, <laughs> I don't think any human really should call <laughs> themselves a raptress. 
And uh, I like the fact that Jeffrey, Jeffrey uh, Boyer Chapman uh, then takes the piss out of her. That was quite funny. Ooh, who'd you like? Iggy Azalea, Eminem? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, could, I could see myself making that kind of joke. Do you like rap? Do I like rap? Uh, yes, I do. But I'm more uh, your old school. Like, um, I like Biggie. I like... Um, we know you like a biggie. I like a biggie. I like a big old biggie. We've all seen you grind a profile. And I like Snoop Dogg. Like that. I like older, older stuff. Like maybe like eighties, nineties, two thousands. Not um none of your shouting and your you know and your bitches and all that kind of stuff. You like Foxy Brown, Queen Latifah. That oh kind of thing. yeah, yes please. <laughs> I. I'm typical gay. I like female rap. I prefer female rap. Well, yeah, I love female rap too. I like. Well, I like them both. Um, uh, Missy Elliott is one of my faves. Yeah, I love Missy. Love Nicki Minaj. Obviously, I do actually love Eminem. Um, despite the homophobia, he has got some good songs. <laughs> Just a touch of homophobia. That's okay. Just a little bit, as long as it's not too overpowering. As long as he fucks me before he beats me. God, he looks really ugly now. Like his yeah. face is. I don't know if it's surgery, but his face just doesn't look like a human's face anymore. Yeah, but it doesn't look... Maybe it's, it doesn't seem like the thought to get surgery, though, does he? No, he doesn't, but something weird has happened to his face. Because I remember when he used to be in 8 Mile and he shagged Britney Murphy on that... Um, oh, that was hot, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it was hot on that crate. Mm. And you could just see the top of his pasty bum and it was like I think everyone wanted to be shagged by Eminem then but these days I don't think anyone wants to be well I mean he's knocking 50 and he's um and he's just he's just all political as well isn't he and just angry I think he's just you know I like old men I usually like people more the older they get mm, yeah I thought forgot about that Trump being your number one Oh, yeah, I just love to have those little hands all over my breastuses. I'd love that. <laughs> Your breastuses? Yeah, that's a word. Ha! This is a word you don't know. <laughs> breastuses. That's what Jay-Z says in the song with Beyonce. It says, your breast is my breakfast, we gone in. We be all night love. <laughs> oh, so you do like male rap? Well, I like it if it's featured on Beyonce songs. <laughs> Actually, I do love 99 Problems, but a bit ain't one by Jay-Z. That's a good song. There you go. And I like his collabs with Linkin Park. God, we are getting so goddamn hip hop. <laughs> I on know. This We're like a couple of pair. We're a pair of raptresses. We're a pair of craptresses. <laughs> Velocicraptress. <laughs> so Priyanka, there's a bit of a moment here. I don't know if people picked up on this, but when JBC is talking to them, Priyanka says about being moose knuckles, and she says, and she points towards Jeffrey's crotch, and Jeffrey just completely ignores it yeah like, I, I, I think she's she takes it a bit too far and he doesn't like it that's the kind of thing i would do make that joke and then be like oh shit i shouldn't have done that i've gone too far especially after a couple of wines <laughs> a couple of bottles of wine um, <laughs> and then they find out that deborah cox is joining them so sam did you know who that was yes i do know deborah cox and i think i think she's fabulous i've got um she's more like 90s orientated she's like you know your tony braxton era um but Oh, she looks terrible in that dress, bless her. Well, I knew the song, um, Nobody's Supposed to Be Here, because it was used on All Stars 3, mm. and I kind of knew it anyway, but that was when I found out, oh, it's a big song, so mm. I've been listening to that. But I, I didn't know her name, I didn't know the person behind it, but now I've done my research, and she had quite a career for a while. Oh, yeah, she was good. One. I mean, I just I just think the peep, the peep holes in around the middle of her dress are just shocking. And her Michelle Obama arms. Yeah, <laughs> Obama-rama. <laughs> no, she looks gorgeous. That's one of my favourite bands. <laughs> and we find out that Tainomi Banks was her backup dancer. Which is exciting as well. And also, um, also I do think a special mention go- should go to um, the tea that goes on when, um, is it Boa talks about 
why uh, she can't believe that um, Bobo is like her best friend and why they're having why they're having a falling out. Do you remember? Oh yeah, they bring it up at the beginning of the episode, and then yeah. um, Bobo tries to go over and talk to her about it, and she's just like, "I don't have time," and then pulls this like scowl in the mirror. But what is funny, I think, as well, is what they seem to everybody seems to forget about is the fact that in in Boa's rap, she goes, um, she goes, um, goes on about how Scarlet Bobo looks like a ho ho or something. Looks like looks terrible, and that basically Scarlet Bobo, you look so a no no, and it was very obvious in the promo. And then yeah. she says, her, "You look like her a nose clown. Is like an, yeah, yeah, an eggplant." Like... Yeah. <laughs> I know, and then it's like I don't understand why she thinks I'm coming for her the whole time. <laughs> she was well, the, ch- the challenge was to shade the girls on the other team, and I think she chose her because it's her friend. But yeah, she did make the whole rap just about Scarlet Bobo, which <laughs> yeah. And then it's just like oh, and then Bobo's like oh, she keeps coming for me, and she's like no, I don't, I don't understand. She just wrote a whole rap about it. <laughs> <laughs> for the challenge though it wasn't just in her own free time I'm just writing yeah but she yeah but if she was if she was even slightly worried about it she would have just you know left it alone yeah maybe um, so they all go in to do their rehearsals and they're all bragging about having singles on iTunes <laughs> it's just like oh, as they say anyone can have that I don't, I don't think it's going to help you here but that's why I thought Elona was really cute because she was just like oh I don't have anything <laughs> on there and you think oh bless you did you think it was a good idea that Rita Bagger chose to sing even though it's a rap challenge um, no, well, she sort of does a bit of rap afterwards. Yeah. Um, uh, it was, I mean, it just, it broke it up a little bit. It sounded like she was given the singing part, Jimmy, you know, because there's often a bit of a singing part in a rap song. So I think it worked. Well, yeah, she, I mean, it sounds like she has an amazing voice, but God help me. I don't know what she was singing. She's like, singing in French. Like, I, I think she wrote no lyrics and just like did uh, so many noises that you didn't really notice. Yeah, so just leave it at that, really. I think she, so she could just do it like, and just mouth the words, or not words, just make some move, movements with her mouth. And then we get to the bit where they're doing the choreo, and then Hollywood Jade. So Ralph oh, is I a woman and Jade is a man, so it's all very confusing. And he brings his assistant, Urban. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the fact the assistant's there and they even have to mention him at all. First of all, that's what I love. And secondly, like, you can really tell the difference. Like, you know how in, when they have a dance challenge in Normal Drag Race. Normal Drag Race, that's offensive. Yeah, well, so, you know, <laughs> US Drag Race, they, they, you know, they show people like trying to get a hold of it. Da, 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 da. Then by the time it comes to the actual performance, they've all nailed it, no matter. And they always do. There's nobody yeah. that fucks up to the extent that people fuck up on this. It's amazing. <laughs> Are you good with choreography? Um, well, actually, so um, there is, uh, I, I have a dancer friend called Bibi and... Um, Zahara Benet? Uh No. So, <laughs> so <laughs> once upon a time, Sunita asked me to be a backing dancer for her. And, um, oh my God, I didn't know this. Because you're a macho man. Well, <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's it. And, um, and I thought, oh my God, this would be amazing. I was going to dance on stage at Hy- in Hyde Park. So it was going to be massive, right? And I was like, I thought, of thought we were thinking I might do something for the magazine about it. But like, ultimately, I was like, I can dance anyway. Because so, I can dance. And I was like, right, we can do it, etc. So I got there for the first rehearsal. And a friend of mine was doing the choreography. And it was basically 
like what happens here. It was so fucking hard. And because all of the other people were amazing dancers, they were like straight into it. He was like five, six, seven, eight. And I was like, oh, uh, oh. And I had to do all these like, had to do all these like dips down to the ground, like slut drop, slut drop, slut drop. And my legs seized up <laughs> because um, I, I wasn't prepared. And uh, I had to sit it, it out. used to be on your knees though. I, I had to sit it out. And then my legs, my legs didn't, didn't like get better for like three days. And then Sunita was texting me going, right, next rehearsal is so-and-so. And I was, I was just fucking shitting myself. And then at last, the whole thing got rained off. I was so pleased. Oh, God. I can, I can so see that because you're a good dancer, Sam, and I'm a good dancer. But I think there's a difference between being a good freestyle dancer and being a choreographed dance. Because you've got like to, whenever you've got to, you've I've got to, had to do choreography, it's, it's so hard. It's so hard. You've got to pick it up so quickly. I mean, I think if I had... If you if I could learn it from a YouTube video, do you know what I mean? Spend like a whole yeah. day doing it, then maybe. But they're like, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I love how they do a reference to her fame, which I thought was good. Um, but it was just, it was just so, it just looks so difficult. And I just feel so sorry for the ones that just stand there looking like, oh, duh, I can't do it. <laughs> I did win Strictly though, by the way. Oh, it did was you? <laughs> a, a journalist version of Strictly they did where Craig Revel Hallward was the judge. And there was like 20 journalists all doing this routine. And I was picked as one of the two winners. Oh my God, when was this? And why didn't I do it? It was like a year and a half ago. And one winner, this girl was chosen for technique. And I was chosen for, as Craig said, giving it a go and enjoying <laughs> it. And as he said, not caring what you look like. I was like, I did care what I looked like. I didn't realise it looked that bad. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you weren't giving it a blow. And that's why you won. <laughs> but I got a glitter uh, ball trophy or whatever it's called. Did and you? I got a... I got a version of the Strictly Come Dancing board game, which is what they were promoting. Oh, that is, <laughs> uh, have you played the board game? Have I? Fuck. <laughs> I'm not that old and sad. <laughs> Look how grateful I am. Yeah. <laughs> Such great promo Thank, for that. Thanks, Craig. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to Elimination Day. And, um, yeah, so Scarlet, Bobo and Boa, they tried to sort it out, but it didn't happen. Mm. Um, so Scarlet, I I think the root of this is, I think Scarlet seems jealous because they know each other from back home and she's seen as a better queen than Boa. But here, Boa's doing slightly better. And they say later, Scarlet says, oh, I, you know, I book you when nobody else books yeah. you. Like, you know how at the very beginning she came in, everybody basically thought she was a messy queen and that's why the whole thing with Kine happened. But yeah. she's showing her, is showing herself to actually be quite accomplished. And, um, and because the judges don't know any of the beef that comes with it, they're just saying it like it is, like, like they see it. Yeah. So, um, and it's like one of those, I think it's it's really sort of like playgroundy, I think. It's just like, it's like, it's like a naughty kid getting loads of praise and you're like, but they're really naughty. They're always pissing about behind the, behind the scenes. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what it feels like. I think everybody just feels, because she's a amazing queen, everybody feels a bit resentful that she doesn't take it seriously outside of drag. So why is she, in, you know, in, in, in the clubs and stuff. So why is she doing so well? I'm sure. Yeah, I think so. And I love Jimbo watching the drama with a sandwich. As if that covers it up. Yeah. Oh my god, Jimbo out of drag just looks quite nice. Well, looks quite normal. Just in that, that horrible, scary face she paints every single time just does me in. But do you not like like the whole Sharon Needles, Evie Oddly style of 
that kind of thing. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I like that. I like the, the gothic kind of style. I like that, but it's not. It's like the the face she paints. Honestly, is a thing of my nightmares. <laughs> it's this. Oh, it's this. It's this old saggy old woman's face. Maybe it's because that's what I look like in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Again, triggered. Um, it's a trigger. It's a trigger. Another triggering point is Priyanka starts talking about how she hasn't come out to her dad, and she actually tells her dad she's dating someone called Priyanka, which is the ultimate <laughs> go fuck yourself, isn't it? I'm dating my drag and like, persona, and I like in the beat. I like. And the VT when she says, she says, I just haven't told, I just haven't told my dad because I don't want to. <laughs> and it's like it's a massive dramatic pause. And then I really thought she was going to maybe cry, but she just goes, because I don't. <laughs> I'll tell like that. And stupid. Sam, can we all hear your coming out story? Because we haven't had it yet, have we? Or is it too personal? Um, well, it's, have you it's, done it yet? It's not really very interesting. <laughs> Sorry, mum and dad. I know they're listening. <laughs> um, I think that it wasn't really very interesting because it just sort of happened over time. Like it was dribs and drabs. I was very much a buy now, gay later sort of person. I, you know, tried that. How long were you buy for? Oh, I tried that for a while. You know, I had a girlfriend at university and she was At uni? Yep. She was like... I (gasps) I I didn't think you'd be in the closet that long, Sam. I know. Well, I didn't, I didn't, you know, have my first male to male encounter till I was 21. Oh, really? I'm gagged. Um, Other than, you know, obviously like, you know, childish fumbles. But, um, and I just, because um, it was, I guess I'm a bit older than you, babe. So round about then, there, was, there wasn't a lot of representation, I suppose. Like you'd have like Julian Clary on TV, et cetera. And nobody wanted to be that. So it was just a bit of like, you know, people didn't really want to. And then when I did, it was, I didn't really have any problems at all. Mum said she knew when I was three anyway. And I was like, you might have told me, bitch. <laughs> so did you first tell them you were by your family? Yep, and then one day I remember saying like, "Oh, there isn't going to be more any more girls." Like, okay, I'm still bisexual, like, okay. but I shan't be dating any more women. <laughs> yeah, I'm still bisexual to this day. Actually, just I've never, I've never found the right lady. <laughs> what about you? you haven't found a lady with the biggest cock yet. <laughs> well, I have told my story on the podcast before, but it was a while ago, so I'm sure everyone's forgotten. But yeah, it was when I was so in school. I was kind of I didn't make too much of a secret of it, but I had younger brothers in the same school, and I didn't want them to get picked on. Uh, for oh, it so I tried not so to selfless. well they did it turns out they did anyway um, <laughs> so I d- your brother's a poofter so Smash. I didn't mind people at school knowing I was gay but um, it was actually at the end of school we had an awards thing and I won the history award and uh, one of the other kids in school their parents went up to my mum and said oh you, it's so good that you're so fine about Ed being gay and my mum was just like Say what? Uh, so that her and my dad took me I home. I say what, girl? <laughs> my mum was in full drag at the time. No, my my mum and dad took me home and they told me what they'd heard. And then I just cried. I didn't say anything. And then they were just, they assumed from that moment on. Oh, I, st- I still haven't confirmed fine, it. And they, were, and they were fine about it. Yeah, well, I mean, I they said, um, like they both cried. But I think it's upsetting for parents, not because, oh, I didn't want a gay son. It's more, I think, the realisation that, oh, you've been going through something that you've mm. struggled with and it's been hard. Well, yeah, there is that. There is that. And also, I think my mum was... I mean, she didn't want my life to be harder. Exactly, yeah. Um, so there was that. And also, and also, um, AIDS was a scary... Well, it's only not been as much of a scary thing in, like, the last five or so years. But so so 20 years ago, it was pretty scary. And, like, and, and it was always... Oh my god! If I get that, I'm gonna die, and blah 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 blah. Like Philadelphia was at the fucking cinema, and everyone was like, "Ah!" Yeah, absolutely. And and just stuff like back then, you probably thought if you had a gay son, you're not gonna 
get married, you're not going to have children. Yeah, 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 exactly. All of those things. Back then... Yeah, there are understandable reasons why parents... I mean, it's not not wanting your child to be gay. It's just you want your child to have an easy, happy life and you don't really mm. want anything to get in the way of that. So I have sympathy for that. But yeah, they don't always say the right things. I've said before, like my mum said, we still love you. And I found that mm. very annoying at the time. But also, they don't have a guidebook of what to say and what to do. Like, we're all just trying our best. Of course not. And um, and like nowadays, they... Every, like it's not a big deal. Do you know what I mean? If like, like um, some friends of a friend, um, he said he would be upset if his if his son was gay, and everyone was just appalled. Like I mean, like you nowadays, you you you're not even like so many mums that I know are like, oh my god, I'd love to have a gay boy, and like, and the dads don't care, and they they would respect anyway because obviously they have gay friends now. Like well, you wouldn't have back then. I think there's there's more to coming out than just like that though, because it's just like. Mm. Sometimes, I mean, no ch- children, no teenagers want to talk to their parents about sex, straight, mm. gay, bi, whatever. So that's always mm. going to be a hard thing to do because you don't really want to have that uncomfortable conversation in the first mm. place. And for a lot of people, it's hard to come to terms with yourselves. It's not just about relying on the acceptance of other people. Like some people in our age are still wrestling with their sexuality and coming to terms with it. So it's very layered, very mm, complicated. Exactly. But I think it's safe to say we're both out now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And another thing out is Deborah Cox's arms, as I mentioned, on the runway. She's got them out and she's looking fine. Oh, God, fine. I shouldn't say that. I sound like a straight boy. <laughs> Maybe I am by. <laughs> she was looking fine. <laughs> God. And then we get Brooklyn in blue and orange looking like the B&M sign. <laughs> yes. so, sorry for international listeners. I, don't, I think that's just a British store. I think so. It's like, how would you describe B&M? Um, it's sort of like a really crap department store. <laughs> I love B&M. There's one right by my house and it's full of crap and I love it. <laughs> you know, I was in one on Friday, actually. I bought some, um, yeah, crap. I bought some golden nuggets um, <laughs> breakfast cereal because you just can't get those. They have so many, they have so exactly. many packets. They have so many packets of Lucky, Lucky Charms as well and you can't get those either. Anything that you say, oh, they don't make that anymore since the 90s, go in B&M. That's where it is. That's the only <laughs> place that still has all the shit. I mean, it's yeah. out of date by 10 years, but it's there. <laughs> um, so then we get the performance of Sorry About It. So who were your faves and least faves? Um, my absolute fave was Boa. I think she killed Me it. Too. And like, and I even agree. the um, and even the judges. You know when she does that final move, and the judges all look at each other, and go "Woo!" Friends. Yes, loved it. And everyone, they like Scarlett. And I thought her dancing was great, but I thought her lyrics were quite shit. And I thought the same for Lemon as a raptress. The lyrics, <laughs> the lyrics were boring. I think it was there was a lot of contestants to do this um this challenge but yeah, I think, it's a lot. Um, so it's quite hard to but as they said you can see the shit ones because some of them just didn't some just didn't have the choreography they didn't like they were sort of shuffling around at the back and you could see them like i mean it's <laughs> but because there's quite a lot of them it's like it reminds me of like a school like a school play like when every, the whole class has to do one thing but then if you're a bit shit you just hide at the back yeah I thought, I agreed with the worst being Tainomi and Anastasia, but I also thought Jimbo was quite bad, but she got a pass this week. But knowing yeah. she's got a lot of character, I thought it was quite mm, meh. Yeah, meh. So the runway is Quebecy with the good hair. Um, who are your tops and bottoms in the runway? Um, well, I was quite surprised that they didn't like Tainomi's. I thought it was quite, I, I quite liked it. Oh, I hated it. It was so shapeless and sad. <laughs> oh, dear. 
I thought Kia. Well, I keep wanting to call her Kiara. Kiara. I thought hers was terrible. Again, I agreed with the judges. It was like the outfit that Kine made week one. Yeah, exactly. We just had balls dropping off. It was a big wig. Was just a massive wig on the top. Dull. Yeah, boring. Boring. I loved Jimbo's. All those big, massive red wigs. I thought were amazing. That was amazing. That yeah, that was that was stunning. I thought. And um, so she didn't creep you out this week on the runway. Uh, no, because that was just generally really good. I thought Rita's was good as well. Uh, I thought that was average. Boa, I loved the reveal, the Borat. Um, I thought that was funny, and if it gets a laugh, then you can kind of excuse it not looking great. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but I can see why the other queens would like in. As I've said already in this in this episode, like that sort of thing, if they did it in the clubs or something, all the other queens would be like, "Ugh, it's so trashy. Uh, it doesn't yeah. work." Blah 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 blah. But in this scenario, it does work because it's different. What I didn't think work was the lemon on lemon tree on lemon's head. It didn't look like a tree to me. That looked it, shit. It looked like actual no. shit. Um. <laughs> it looked like a dung beetle. You know that sort of thing that they carry around a bit of dung. <laughs> um. So they they. Doing the critiques, they say Tainomi forgot her lyrics, which she wrote, so that's even worse. And she's basically being told yeah, off know. by her boss because she's the one who's Deborah Cox's back, backing dancer. <laughs> I know. That was cringe. She was like, we all know you're good because you're my backing dancer, but like, mm, yeah. could have stepped up a bit. Oh, dear. Pretty shady. And then yeah. um, backstage, they're getting upset. Tainomi feels her light is dimming and says she's a big star in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of, a big theme seems to be you know, drag race is not the same as the real world. What works there does not work here, and you have to adjust. Mm. Exactly, and it, and if she's like, she's obviously like this um, Toronto drag royalty, and she's pulling out the same stuff that she's been doing for years that everybody praises her for, and it just isn't working. The judges aren't like, yeah. We do get a conclusion though to the uh, Scarlet Bobo Boa thing. Uh, they they have it out finally, and then Boa does apologize for apparently shading her. Well, maybe for the rap. Yep. So yep. I don't know if that's going to keep running or not. Hope so. Um, but I think... Because um, we need more drama, don't we? Oh, and I think the bottom two were correct. Yeah, I agree. And Priyanka wins, uh, which I do disagree with. I think it should have been Boa. I, do, I, dis- I, dis- I agree. It should have been Boa. I disagree with Priyanka winning. It wasn't, she wasn't that impressive. Yeah, and Scarlett came close to winning, which was undeserved. But hopefully she'll mm-hmm. feel less insecure now and stop coming for Boa. But yeah, I agree. The bottom two is yep. right. And they get to lip sync to Deborah Cox with absolutely not... Absolutely... So I didn't know this song. Did you? <laughs> Did you... Is it an, I did know the song, but I haven't heard it in years because I haven't listened to any Deborah Cox in years. In fact, I, you know, I've, I, popped her in, I popped her into my Spotify in order to um, have some more listens, though. Yeah, I liked the song. I've liked all the... The lip-sync songs have been better on Canada than on All Stars 5, I think. They have. So yeah. I found it shocking in the lip-sync. Tainomi took off her multicoloured outfit, which I thought was horrible, and then she had a hair outfit underneath, mm. which was better. It's like, so not only did you wear a shit outfit <laughs> on the runway, the whole time you had a better one underneath. What were you thinking? <laughs> It didn't make any sense. And I just, and I, and um, Anastasia was just like, um, first of all, the outfit was terrible and it was, had nothing to do with Chun-Li other than, um, other than the black bits in front. So, you know, obviously. Uh, oh, I hated that. I forgot that. That was awful. Awful. And, Ch- and Chun-Li never had a beard. Um, so that's really stupid. And, um, and I love Chun-Li. So that is so bad to get that reference wrong. Yeah, me too. And she kept and she got it so wrong. And then like and then every time they said you were shit, she goes, oh, 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 you're in the bottom two. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, she kept laughing like a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> you're off the show. You're terrible. Oh, 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 oh. 
Um, so she's losing it. So it's best she leaves, which happens. She loses the lip sync. Yeah. So it was so it was, so Tainomi lip syncs again and wins two weeks in a row. And Anastasia bites the bullet again. Oops, shouldn't yeah, say that. Should again. I? With the fact she got shot. <laughs> um, God. She leaves and says, "Mother out," which is quite a good exit. Mother is out. So I think <laughs> it's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> uh, so I think drag uh, Canada's Drag Race is improving. So, yep. yes, God bless Canada. And all our new listeners in Canada, please do review us on Apple Podcasts and share, share, share. Yay! Commonwealth, Commonwealth. <laughs> and, when we, and when we do the Australian one, that's another Commonwealth country as well. So, oh. We're going to be doing world tours at this rate, honestly. I know. <laughs> if we can fly. And um, please do join us on Monday for the All Stars 5 finale. Ah! Woo! Exciting stuff. I am genuinely excited about the All Stars 5 finale. Me too. Yes, can't wait for that. So we shall see you then. Until Thanks then. for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.